0: Welcome to the Buried Gyms Podcast, where we dig through internet literature to try and find the
1: next big thing.
2: You need to stop.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: Uh, fun facts, again. Moving on to chapter three. You got, so you guys have, so where do you guys expect, okay, I see quotation marks in chapter three. There's a lot of
2: quotation marks. Okay, that's oh boy. good. Dialogue.
0: This is a long one too. Okay, this is, this is good. That's good though.
1: Good job, Dak. Let's do it. Bring it home.
0: Megumi was still seething three days later after everything had gone down. Okay, I'm a little confused. That was a flashback, right? Right. While we're still we're in real time, we're standing at the bus, right?
3: what yeah well um yeah, yeah I
0: they're, mean, in the people, they're, they're in the at bus now they're in the bus but you no know, this is still seething no, this three, three days
2: later, later
3: after this everything three days had gone later. down i don't know that I'm was assuming, everything yeah.
2: gone down in the last chapter where
3: it was like because it said oh, so three we're days still, earlier we're still on to on the Mount Fuji. she's still pissed about him like peeping at her we're in back shower, in, we're too. back
2: in the present yeah. day now okay she's seething about that but also about the fact that she's marrying this goddamn loser
3: yeah exactly and it's been but it's been like three days yeah yeah yeah. we'll figure it out sure
2: she got no word
0: in edgewise when the proposal had been given and even though she had argued with her parents they refused to budge instead they reminded her that it was her actions that nearly got her killed not to mention nearly got a member of the Inui family killed which was the family the Kitsune clan was meant to protect she had made her bed and now had to lie in it regardless if she liked it or not and she hated it
2: why must I be paired
0: with this human she thought as she sat in the farthest seat in the back of the bus. She looked out the window and saw the houses and buildings pass it by at a steady speed. And she found she couldn't concentrate on anything besides her frustration. Of course, part of the agreement of her engagement to the Anui boy was a change of scenery. Per her mother's orders, Megumi was forced to live with Takaru's family until his eighteenth birthday. She had not been happy about this change, as she loved her family home hidden in the fog of Mount Fuji. But as she was told by her mother.
2: Uh, you know the way of combat even less than the human world, so it was in your best interest to go get more support about your future husband.
1: Fucking go roasted. Get mo- no,
2: no, hold on, I, I, botched, I botched that line. So it was in your best interest to go no more to support your future husband. Roasted. Roasted. Uh, oh, mother, hold on. Oh, mother, you know less about the human world than I do.
0: Megumi thought. She was a little more knowledgeable than some would think, but it was all from what she could see from the boundaries around the Inui Shrine, and in the books she had read, after she let curiosity get the better of her. So, after being pretty much kicked out of her home and forced into a house of humans, Megumi had used the last two days to research human activity and to try to blend in so she could do her duty.
2: Protect your fiancé.
0: Had been what Shingo had told her. There had been, that, that had been the last thing he had said as she walked out, out the door of her family home.
2: Fiance? Ha! That boy is no better than a peasant to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Megumi had kept her anger in check since moving into the Inui household, and even managed to forget about Takaru, until the incident this morning, anyway. Second time, in less than a week, had that boy seen her in such a state, drove her to want to kill him! But such a thing would be going against her duty, not to mention honor as a kitsune samurai.
3: Oh, she's a fucking sam. Oh, yeah, dude. Ooh, hardcore.
0: I really like Megumi so far. I'm digging it. You know, yeah. I'm done done with this chapter,
2: and we've had fewer and fewer descriptions of her just really well endowed package. (laughs) (laughs) She's good at sword fighting, if you know what I mean.
3: Oh, oh, oh! I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. (laughs)
0: <laughs> to defend the Inui family and uphold the honor of the Kitsune clan. This filled her with pride, and as such, she wanted it to stay that way. Being a warrior was all that Megumi had wanted in her life, and if she had a hand in her destiny, that was what she was going to be. But fate seemed to get a laugh out of putting her in less than favorable situations. Despite this, she tried to think of her duty, and scratching of scratching the it, itch that was to hurt her fiancé. The bus arrived at the school a few minutes later, and Megumi saw it's no surprise that Takuru had waited
2: for her. That's creep.
0: Wait,
3: hold on, hold on. Hold on. So they were on the bus. Yeah, yes.
2: we're back on the bus. We're okay, back in prison. Okay.
3: Day. Oh, so, like, okay, everything that went down. So the timeline is four days ago. Uh, was what happened in chapter two. so four
0: days ago. Uh, okay. That was three days ago. No, yeah, so three days ago. Four days ago, hot spring. The day after that, marriage. Then three days later. I thought that was later. later the same day. But oh, well, okay. it's the same day. Then three days ago, and then you know, uh, yeah. bazongas and package on today, and then bus.
2: And bus. I'll give you credit. It takes guts to sit in the back of the bus by yourself. People tend to get sick back there, but it gets cleaned up each time.
0: <laughs> oh, Togger is such a fucking crazy. Puking in the creep. back of the
3: bus, like what the fuck?
0: Also, it doesn't take courage to sit in the back of the bus.
1: <laughs> it's like the I mean,
3: apparently if people are just puking there. I
0: the guess yeah. If it's just commonly goes. swamped in vomit, then yeah, I, I guess it does take some, maybe not courage, but a, a good stomach.
1: Maybe there's
3: just like one fucking kid who gets like. Super fucking car sick. He just like lays down prone <laughs> just, on like, the ground He just sits the Just drowns
1: in his own every, puke every like, morning every
3: fucking morning, yeah
0: <laughs> He said Putting his bag over his shoulder He looked over to her and noticed she had a grimaced expression
2: Something wrong She shook her head Not clean
0: enough Megumi thought While keeping her mouth tightly shut She'd actually wanted to say the thought, that thought out loud, but the smell of bleach, detergent, and not to mention the lingering scent of vomit had overwhelmed her nose. Being a Kitsune was more than just the name of a species of yokai she was a part of; it also had a bit of reality soaked in. What? Okay,
1: good line. Uh, Meta, I don't, know. <laughs> Meta, I don't know what talk the fuck here. A DAC.
0: Okay. Take all these sentences in this paragraph after the word "nose." You can refactor this into one sentence that's not as confusing. <laughs> also had a bit of reality soaked in. As she was a fox, she also had the excellent hearing and sense of smell attributed to that member of the canine family. Her two main senses were already overwhelmed by all the activity at the school. All the smells and sounds of the place was all new to her. The smell of shampoo, the sound of loud music, the scent of somewhat decent cafeteria food, and the smell of bad aftershave. Among others, Were going to drive her mad. And I'm going to be
2: in this environment for the next two years?
0: <laughs>
2: hey, guys.
0: Takaru broke the tension when he called out to his friends who were standing near the school's main gate. There were two of them, all dressed in the same uniform as Takaru. One was much taller than he was while the other one was sitting on the ground. The tallest of the trio wore his uniform prim and proper, looking like a serious student. His name was Ren Takamaki. And was what one would call the big brother of Takaru's circle of friends.
2: What did you guys? Yeah, like he that? was what he was what one would call the. Yeah, it's a little awkward, but he was what one would call the big no, brother. No, I'm just asking. Did you guys
0: circle. have big brother friends in your circle of friends? Like, did you guys have like in your high school groups? Did you no. have a circle of friends, and you're like that guy. He's the big brother. We're all friends here. I mean, but he's he's there big. There was like.
3: There was one guy who would just, like, buy beers for us because he was older, but...
2: Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I,
3: I would call him it. a I big brother. didn't really consider him a big brother, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not, no.
0: You know, I'd say that's a weird dynamic for a friend group.
3: This is this is just a guy who's, like, his idea of, like, friendship it probably comes from fucking anime shows. So, you know... Maybe he's trying to emulate it. Like a grain it. of salt. You know. Yeah, sure. I mean, ob- obviously, he's trying to plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's right. Yeah. This is what's happening. Yeah, he's making his own anime.
0: Yeah. And what was one would call the big brother of Takare's circle of friends, the type that made sure everyone behaved.
2: You were almost late, Takaru.
0: Takaru sighed and undid the first couple of buttons of his school jacket.
2: Uh, I know. But I had a few issues to deal with this morning, Red. <laughs> issues. Oh, wait, this is a different guy. Issues. Uh, what voice? Fucking, all right. Do you uh, like a issues. fucking Midwest accent? What
0: kind of lazy-ass excuse is that? Said one of the boys sitting on the ground while reading a manga. He didn't raise his eyes from the book, even as Takru talked to him. Despite the intellectual look, with the thin-rimmed glasses and multiple books stacked next to him, Taiachi... Really had a dirty way of speaking when he was being casual.
2: You're one to talk, Taichi. I mean, you're usually the last one to arrive anyway. But not today, bitch.
0: Classic comeback from Taichi. Takaru didn't like that.
2: Hey, who you calling her?
0: Rin tapped Takaru's shoulder.
2: And who, Takaru, is this young woman?
0: To be honest, Takeru had almost forgotten about Megumi. She had been standing there like a statue while holding her bag in her hands, and she wasn't paying any attention to her immediate surroundings as her ears were too occupied with all the activity going on around her. Takaru straightened up.
1: Oh, this is...
0: It had dawned on him that he hadn't thought of a good cover story for Megumi being around him.
2: My cousin from the countryside. She's staying with me for a while. Oh, baby. <laughs> He's Not the best cover his... story for someone you're going to marry. Yeah, yeah God, like, fuck like, it, damn like, it's like, it. in two years you're going to be married. So his friends going to be like, wait. Your cousin? Well,
0: you, your cousin? You I can mean, say it's good like, enough
2: for Charles Darwin, it's good enough for Takaru.
0: I guess that's fair.
3: I suppose, yeah.
0: To be fair, Charles Darwin would have, like, totally eaten uh, uh, the fox girl, like the toad. <laughs> so I don't know yeah. if he'd ever get in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the best excuse he could conjure up on such short notice, but he hoped to get points for at least trying. He hated to even fantasize trying to explain to his friends to situation. Why, why would he be fantasizing about it? He hated to
2: fantasize. He
0: hated to even fantasize, you know. <laughs> they trying to explain to his friends the situation he had been in recently. Not that they would believe him anyway. In the look on Megumi's face, he didn't win much of anything from her. Still, she went along with it as best she could, which meant as straight as, an- as an arrow. She gave a light bow.
2: I'm Megumi. Pleased to meet you. Ren nodded. (laughs) Nice to meet you, Megumi. I'm Ren Takamaki, and this is Taichi Omeda.
0: Taichi had raised his head from his book, glancing Megumi up and down before standing up and doing it again. While Megumi didn't understand what made him do that, Takaru did. Wait.
2: So let me try to picture this. He like looked her up and down, then stood up, and then looked her up and down again. again. (laughs) Guys. Guys, oh. keep it together.
0: Oh my god, dude. Especially, uh, okay. While Megumi didn't seem to understand what made him do that, Takru did. Dude,
2: did you really just do
0: that? I imagine, like, for him to be that noticeable, to look someone up and down, like, usually other people wouldn't notice. It's like, you have to, like, he must have been, like, moving his head. He must yeah. have like done a full like Wowza Mauza.
2: Fucking like, fucking oh like my bugs bunny ass eyes pop out of a wooga. A wooga!
0: <laughs> Look at that package. And those bazongas.
2: <laughs> those are some real honkawonkas. <laughs> those
0: are really mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I need to stand up to take this Ooh. in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: God damn it! <laughs> fucking horn dog. That's right. This guy's a fucking horn dog. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> he's a straight horn dog. Taichi, uh, Taicha fucking
0: Taichi dog. didn't say a word and went back to his book.
2: Rather unsightly and rude, but hey, he's a guy, so that's his excuse.
1: Toxic masculinity <laughs> strikes again. <laughs>
3: I mean, this is literally just a weeaboo's fucking, like, wet dream fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: I... <laughs> when I say boys will be boys, they really mean boys will do the whole steam whistle-a-wooga thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the bell rang, signaling the beginning of the school day, and the friends gathered their bags and started to move. Chi and Rin while first went, went first, while Megumi and Takru stood outside the gates for a moment.
2: Those are your friends. Yep. They're my best friends.
0: Dude, Tonger speaks so slow, it's just- I I love the idea that he's like a 60-year-old man.
3: (laughs) I'm just imagining a 60-year-old British dude in like a Japanese schoolboy uniform. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like ignoring that fact. Just like a really fucking pervy old British dude. Yep, like I'm 15, out a bunch and of yep, I am James married to this constantly. box girl. Like fucking like Steve <laughs> Buscemi, like, hello, yep, hello, children. As a little <laughs> flask
0: of scotch <laughs> constantly drinking.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's just stuff. Yep,
2: they're my best friends.
0: <laughs> he said, waiting for the snide remark to come out of her mouth,
2: they seem a decent lot, though Taichi seemed a bit too much vulgar, seemed much too vulgar for his age. She said, oh, believe me, you don't know the half of it. Takura
0: thought, I'm going to make a controversial take here. If he's like a 15 to 16 year old boy, that seems, they, these all seem too straight edge for their age. <laughs> I mean, from my experience. <laughs>
2: You guys had a wild fucking high school experience, though. <laughs> mine was an order of magnitude less wild than y'all, so I'm not sure yours is the best
3: frame of reference. Yeah, it's really not. Like, based off everyone else I've talked to, I'm not even a little bit.
0: I kind of want to move everyone else's upcoming high school experience just to approach that one, though. Towards freedom and anarchy. Here
2: you have to bring the party to their Zoom, <laughs> their Zoom calls, you know? They don't call them Zoomers for nothing. Ooh.
0: Thankfully for Takuru, oh wait, no, wait, sorry, yeah. Takuru thought when he didn't want to tell Megumi and knew he was never going, never going to, was that Chi had a real disturbing habit of figuring out of a girl. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, okay. Oh, okay, okay. I I I Okay, I'm gonna have to start from the beginning of here. When
1: he didn't oh, believe me, tell- you don't know the half of it.
0: <laughs> Takuru thought when he didn't want to tell Megumi and knew he was never going to. Was that Tai Chi had a real disturbing habit of figuring out a girl's body measurements after looking over them like a scanner? It was insane how accurate his numbers ended up being. But
3: this, yeah, you're fucking right. That's, that's fucking dis- disturbing. How? Like, also, what the fuck? How are they is?
2: validating
3: these measurements?
2: <laughs> like, how are they like, yep, I, 42 inches.
0: If you were to go up there and hold her down and measure her, It'd be 42 inches.
3: Talker just, like, walks up and like, Hey, babe, <laughs> 32D. Am I right? And she's like, Am I get right? the fuck away me. <laughs> like,
0: what, 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 what are you doing? What, why are you saying this? <laughs> it was, oh, my God. Oh, my. Why, why if you have this weird, like, kind of savant mind power for visual stuff, why this? <laughs> why? He could use it for such. He could be a superhero. If he's able to like measure things by just looking at them, but no, it was insane how accurate his numbers ended up being. But despite this, Tai Chi was one of the smartest students in the grade, and usually aced every test that came his way. I'd also say the two statements are not in contradiction with each other. You can be smart and also really creepy, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like he, they're not despite one another. They're just not related. There's a little diction tip there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just imagine that. Imagine, you know... I mean, that would be a nice world if smart people weren't allowed to be creepy. Yeah. Like, it was, like, just impossible.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, though, unfortunately, it's almost the opposite of the world we live in sometimes. Not always. There's some pretty creepy, stupid people, too, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. I think there's just a lot of creepy people. I actually. think it's
0: mainly just, like, a lot of people are really creepy. Yeah. Thankfully for Takaru, Megumi didn't push the subject further, mostly because she heard footsteps not too far from where they stood.
2: Someone's approaching.
0: Takaru tilted his head to the side.
2: Huh? Wait, huh?
0: Megumi shook her head and looked in the direction from where she had heard the steps, coming from around the corner to their backs.
2: So I see you managed to show up at all, huh, Inuye? A
0: tall, muscular young man stepped out from around the corner, he didn't look friendly, but with his slightly hunched-over look and menacing grin, Takuru knew who it was, and he wasn't happy about it.
2: Not this guy. Okay, Koga, what do you want this time? Nothing for now, anyway. Said the tall team
0: as he walked past the two, <laughs> but not before giving Megumi a disturbing look.
2: His name's Koga, I, like the poison gym leader in Pokemon Fire Red.
1: Oh
3: shit! That's <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Okay.
2: He's he's got Is like, that a
3: spelling uh, mistake, or is that just a word or lingo? I don't team know.
2: Team for Koga?
0: I'm pretty yeah. sure that's
3: a no, mistake. It's definitely a spelling mistake. Team. It's gotta be. She didn't re- Shame on you, fiction writer. D. I will
0: give one thing Shame to say that you. if he's writing it in fiction press, they don't have spell check. Fair enough. so that's one thing to remember even though I would say most people probably write in words so I don't know she didn't respond the only thing moving on her being was her eyes she kept that until he was out of sight
2: who was he a bully who has been causing me trouble for a while now
0: said Takaru as he grabbed his bag and began to walk
2: <laughs> we'd better get going before we're really late
0: they were the last two to arrive at the classroom, and not a moment too soon, because the bell rang after Megumi had closed the door. The teacher, Mr. Muto, a man in his forties and short with square glasses, seemed displeased though. By now, he had expected as much.
2: You just miss being tardy again, Takaru. Takaru sighed. Sorry, it's my cousin's first day, and I didn't want her to get lost. <laughs>
0: Mr. Muto looked down at his papers.
2: Cousin, oh yes, we do have a new student here. Magumi Inoue. Inoue. So we share the last name.
0: Takaru thought glancing at Magumi, It always reminded him of their secret engagement, something Magumi wanted to forget as soon as possible.
2: Takaru, take your seat. Magumi, please remain here for a moment.
0: Uh oh, Takuya's seat was next was in the row next to the window at the front, and there was an empty seat directly behind him.
2: All right, class, we have a new student with us starting today. Please introduce yourself.
0: Megumi faced the rest of the students, all twenty of them,
2: and bowed. Hi, Megumi Annoye. Pleased to meet y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God damn, this such a great voice. <laughs> Can you I sit down here. now? <laughs>
3: please to meet y'all. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: please make her feel at home and help her settle in. Miss Inoue, you'll be in, the, be in the seat behind Takaru. Now, let's all remember what we reviewed the other day.
0: Mr. Muno finished the introduction. Mui went to the seat she was designated to, right behind Taku, and she ignored the looks from all the other students. End of chapter. I know.
2: They're looking at.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They got measurements now.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Exact. 12 inches? No way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a kidding.
0: So how do you guys feel about that chapter?
2: I thought it was a lot better than the first two. I have to agree. Agreed. I I like the back half of this chapter better than the first half because I think there's like, the first half, I liked Megumi's perspective. Um, but I think he does too much of, like, telling us what they're thinking in this sort of, like, I don't it's, know.
0: Exp- it's it's very exposition-heavy.
2: Expository, right? yeah. It's very I, much like... I prefer like, it, like, we learn about her opinions through interactions with other characters and with the world.
0: It's very much like almost a lecture of someone explaining what happened in a lot of cases. But that's why the second half was so great, because it was all interactions with other people. Yeah. Um. I, I do got to say, though, Um. I I, I like the this was definitely more interesting of a chapter than chapter two. Uh, but I do got to say the scenario that we're in is a lot more boring. I would say I did it's written a lot better and therefore it's more interesting to read than chapter two, but it's like kind of like, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just not super into this kind of high school stuff, but high school anime stuff, but,
3: uh, I mean, it's all pretty, yeah, pretty boring, but, um, the writing definitely improved quite a yeah, bit. So, like, just so imagine that's, that's something. Just imagine yeah. if
0: Chapter Two was written like that. Or...
3: That would be actually potentially interesting yeah. if it was like a really cool battle between like a badass uh, Nine Tails dude and a Toad versus a giant giant Toad demon. I mean, that that's got potential. Yeah, shit. that's fucking cool. You know? Yeah, but no.
0: So, also, I'm just wondering, maybe if whenever they have personal interactions, how often is it going to be that they're going to perv on Megumi? Because that was one plus of chapter two that when he didn't write, when Dak didn't write dialogue, it wasn't pervy.
1: Hmm. That's true.
2: He can't perv on her through exposition.
0: And so, and that, you know, I'm going to give Dak actually a compliment here. That leads me to believe that maybe Dak isn't super pervy himself, necessarily, but the characters themselves are because he's writing a fucking anime. You know what I mean? Mm. Because like this is these are all classic anime perv tropes, right? Like that's true. I don't know. So I'll give him that benefit of the doubt,
1: uh,
0: or whoever it is. I don't know their (laughs) gender. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I won't. I I wouldn't say it's like a guarantee, but I'd say like it's a, you know, I feel like if it was going hard, that exposition at that hot springs would have been a lot longer.
3: (laughs) That's true. That that's a fair point, actually. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's just really in the mind of his character. Anyway, any other scores? I think
2: zero out of ten, no toad monster.
3: That's a good that's a pretty solid argument. I would
2: I want the opportunity to voice the Toad Monster. And if I don't get to voice a Toad Monster by the end of this, I'm going to riot.
0: So with those scores we have pretty good zero out of ten. I wish chapter two was written like this. All of those average out to like a a negative four out of like twenty. You guys, ready for, you guys ready for chapter four? Yeah. Turns out the interest level on the new arrival was much bigger than even Takaru had anticipated.
2: <laughs> that's not the only thing that's much bigger
0: than he had anticipated. <laughs> 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 so it was quite for a while. When it came out to around lunchtime, the students all swarmed the two cousins and barbarded them with all sorts of questions. The guys asked, asked about Megumi, things Takaru would not answer, Mostly because he knew that she was more than likely listening in on what he was talking about. I mean, you know, you maybe just shouldn't answer him because it's gross. But I mean, I guess that's another—that's a good reason too.
2: Well, they're obviously asking about her strategies for checkers.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I—I I would say that's honestly a gross thing to ask. You—you n- you never invade. Yeah, someone. a
2: gentle person never reveals their checker strategies.
0: I don't. I don't kiss a checker. <coughs> no, God
3: no.
2: Checker hardly know her. <laughs>
1: <That's> funny, <yeah.
0: laughs> Queen to d5 and I believe I've just checked her in.
3: Okay. Um that's chess, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Boy. I don't know the discs.
1: <laughs> Clearly
3: you haven't brushed up on your checkers. Like I said, I don't sh-
0: I don't kiss in checker. I only kiss in chess. Um <laughs> okay meanwhile from what he could see the girls were all over megumi that he couldn't though he couldn't hear anything they were talking about all he knew was that megumi kept herself quiet and composed never having an outburst of anger or annoyance i mean that's not that crazy. that's like that's pretty normal right yeah but there were times that she was keeping she was sure she, she was ignoring them outright
2: at least she's keeping to herself
0: Said Talker as he began to gather his things. After finally getting some time to himself to eat his lunch, Talker and his friends gathered in their usual spot in the corner of the lunchroom.
2: Damn man, why didn't you tell us you had such a hattie for a cousin? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Takaru looked up to see that Yuma was standing behind. Dude, that was a perfect fucking voice. Yuma. That was a that, that was, was nailed Arizona. 10 out of ten. <laughs>
3: I'm just imagining, like, a short anime kid with the bowl cut and, like, the, the circular Fucking glasses. Weevil, it's Weevil like, for Yu-Gi-Oh! It, it, exactly, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: We were standing behind him, and before long, Ren and Taichi <coughs> joined them with their food trays. Internally sighing, Takaru thought,
2: Uh... Guess after the rest of the school had to fry. Leave it to my best friends to ask last. Honestly, I didn't think you guys needed to know. Because it'd be weird for me to tell you that my cousin's hot apropos of nothing we really haven't seen each other in a very you long know. time
0: you know you know that thing when you have a friend and you're like yo bro one thing you need to know my cousin's fucking hot as shit dude if
3: there's anything you need to know about me it's that my cousin's fucking you're gonna, see her, hot, you're gonna see her giant dick
0: you're gonna see her bazongas and you're gonna be like boy fucking howdy huge
3: Ooga. extremely well endowed <laughs> Oh, Awuga. Awuga. is all you're going to be saying once auga, you see my auga.
0: cousin. Auga. Now let's talk about it. What's your name? <laughs> my name's Takaru. Uh, Rin seemed to...
3: But like my cousin.
0: <laughs> <man>. My cousin, <laughs> <So> like... <laughs> did. Rin seemed to buy it. Judging by the little nod he, her gave in response to Takaru's lie. Ta- Taichi didn't say anything, but he can... That's not a lie. How is that a lie? Well
2: he didn't have... it's not a cousin, so like
0: Well he didn't say though, he said I didn't think you guys needed to know. That's not a lie.
3: Well Well it's like he's omitting the truth. It's a lie by proxy. Oh, okay.
0: I'm sorry, I not I'm apparently <laughs> a little liar.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a
0: I'm you a weasley are. little
3: liar, dude. Yeah.
0: Tai Chi didn't say anything but he continued to eat his lunch. Takaru never knew what he was thinking and thought it best not to ask. Yuma's, dude, Taiji seems like a, a fucking perverted loose cannon here. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to scream out her cup size at random. Yeah.
2: Her jock cup size.
0: <laughs> hey! <laughs> that... Yuma seem to be the only one who wasn't buying it.
2: Come on. A girl like that and you never even mentioned your <laughs> one since we've been friends.
0: <laughs> Imagine saying that to your friend, dude. You didn't. You, did, you didn't tell me that your cousin was fucking hot, dude. We've been <laughs> friends for so long, and you didn't bring up that your cousin was so hot. I mean, I feel betrayed.
3: <laughs> I feel like that. Yeah, I feel like we've all had the friend who would do that kind of shit back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I definitely met uh, like that one fucking creepy weirdo kid that was kind of friends with you in the middle school. Yeah, and you can't
0: right really now. like, and you know, you don't want to be mean <laughs> and like have them yeah, shoot yeah. up the school or, or something. Like, your
3: mom like makes you play with them or some shit. Like, oh, oh yeah, that happened to me. Yeah, maybe I'm just
0: bitter. But- <laughs> <clears throat> Talker didn't like having oh. the subject pushed on him any further.
2: She's a very solitary person, okay? Now let's just drop it.
0: The boys felt the need to keep asking, but a book slamming down on the table make make them all jump slightly. Megumi had come over to the table, and she seemed as stern as before. Her expression muted, though. She eyed Takru like she wanted to kill him.
2: Has she ever eyed him any other way?
0: Uh, (laughs) Not yet.
2: Uh, hey there, Megumi,
0: said Takuru nervously. Had something happened to make her come over?
2: The girls were bugging me. I need to get away from them, so I've decided to join you here.
0: Her reply was simple, and to the point. Typical Megumi. <sighs> Yuma got excited at the notion that she was joining them. He
2: stood up. <laughs> then by all means sit here <laughs> next to me.
0: His attitude had completely <laughs> changed since this morning. It looks—if looks could kill—then Megumi would be convicting of murdering Yuma with the stare she gave him. I like that sentence. I like that. That's yeah, good moment. That's a five out of five sentence right there. Dak nailed it. Sure. Yeah. Instead of sitting where he offered, Megumi instead sat across from Takaru. The lunch hour went by quietly after that. Takaru and Megumi both sitting quietly, while the guys tried to make conversation, and by the time the bell was supposed to ring, the boys were packing up and getting ready to go. Ren had already left for class. He didn't like to be late. As soon as Takaru was starting to win, a set of loud stomps approached their table. Without even looking up, uh, Takaru knew who it was. Yeah. Sure enough, when Takaru lifted his chin, he saw Koga with his poison-type Pokemon. Standing at the the end of the table, Yuma and Taichi both slithered away unnoticed, not wanting to deal with the bigger upperclassmen. The man was looking at the two who were left, and Megumi stayed sitting in her spot while Takaru looked like he was about to wet his pants.
2: I forget what Koga's voice was like, so I'm going to just reinvent it. So, what are you two doing?
0: Ooh, that's a good one. It's like, it's like the Witcher uh, uh, punks, you know, like in The Witcher 3 when you go up to, like, thugs.
2: I do not. You're, like,
3: right. zero yeah, for eight on yeah. references to yeah. me today, dude.
0: <laughs> I've just been. Right.
3: I got that reference. So I got I one, uh, one reference
0: yeah. out of eight for Soren, zero out of eight for Thomas. Okay, I think I'm yeah. pretty good scores. Tauncari <laughs> scratched the back of his head nervously.
2: Getting ready to go to class. Why do you ask? Simple. You haven't paid the toll. Huh? <laughs> the toll from this morning. Every morning, I randomly pick a. Ra- hold on. What was the fucking accent? I. I randomly pick a student, and they give me money for letting them, letting them safely get into the school. I was supposed to be. Ki- I was supposed to get paid by you. So where's my money?
0: takuru had dreaded this. A few weeks ago, Yuma had gotten called in to pay the toll, and when he didn't, things got out of hand in a hurry. He ended up getting socked in the face as well as having all the money take- on him taken. He had been hoping that he wouldn't have to pay, and he had no more money on him to speak of.
1: Oh, I don't have anything to give you.
3: <laughs>
0: Koga slammed his hands on the table in front of Takuru, and any courage the kid had left went out the window.
2: What did you say?
0: Not knowing what else to say, Takuru just stared at Cog the man towering (laughs) over like a monster, leering at his prey.
2: Hey, he's not gonna pay you, so leave.
0: (gasps) The voice sounded like a godsend. Though Takeru was supposed to see that Megumi had addressed Koga, no fear in her voice. Koga was surprised, at least.
2: What the hell did you just say?
0: Megumi stood up. (laughs) Though she was a full head shorter than Koga, she wasn't backing down as she stood with her fists clenched.
2: I said he's not gonna pay you. Go find money elsewhere. It wasn't often.
3: It just makes me think of uh, fucking Marge Simpson's sisters. Oh, fucking (laughs) fucking Patty and Selma. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just like some old woman who's been smoking like three packs a day her whole (laughs) fucking life. (laughs) Like, hey. (laughs) What? I said he was not going to pay you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not glad <laughs> I <for> people listening. <laughs> okay. It wasn't
0: often that Koga had someone stand up to him, let alone a girl he had never seen before today, and he was certainly intrigued.
2: And who the hell are you? I'm Megumi Inouye. I'm that fucking idiot's cousin, she said sternly. Cousin?
0: He turned to Tankru, who hadn't moved in the last minute.
2: Since when did you get a bitch like that as a cousin? (gasps) Well, she just. don't care.
0: (laughs) Koga, said Koga, turning back to Megumi.
2: So, since you're his family, I suppose that means I should get double the toll for letting you both go. His
0: eyes (laughs) wandered. We're just full Australian now who was wearing a uniform that barely hit her curves. Okay, let me start this over. Of course. (laughs) His eyes wandered over Megumi, who was wearing a uniform that barely hit her curves, which was no doubt one of the reasons the guys looked at her so much. Devious intentions were in Koga's eyes.
2: Unless uh, you want to pay me in some other way.
0: He extended his arm out to touch her, but Megumi merely... Oh.
3: Is that just, like, a fucking rape-like threat right, right there? Like, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. God damn yeah. it. Uh yeah.
0: This uh,
2: is cool.
3: Uh,
2: you
0: know.
3: High school.
0: He extended his... <laughs> you know, classic <laughs> high school Jap- right there.
3: damn Japanese <laughs> high schools.
0: Ugh. He extended his arm out to touch her, but Megumi merely swatted his hand away.
2: Don't fool yourself. Ko- Koga huffed. He balled up his fit
0: and went to strike her with a direct punch to her face. It never connected, as Megumi moved her entire body to the right with her supernatural speed. His fist missed its intended target, and from there, Megumi retaliated. She grabbed, a- she grabbed a hold of his extended arm and, with minimal effort, tossed him back as he slid across the table to the floor, taking the few trays of food off with him. Anyone who saw that was in quite a shocked state, no less than Koga himself who got back to his feet in a rage and went right after her again. The fact that he had been taken completely off his feet was ludicrous to him to begin with. He wanted to take another swing, but stopped short for some mysterious reason. Megumi herself had not done a thing and had merely waited for him to attack again, ready to return a strike with another one of her own. Him stopping raised the eyebrows of everyone. The bigger surprise came when he smiled, like he realized something he hadn't before.
1: You're shitting me.
0: He took a deep breath, a big breath, relaying as he wasn't going to get anywhere for now. Fine. He quickly turned to Takaru.
2: Get me my money by tomorrow. If I don't get it by then, you're dead meat.
0: The fact that his words were given to Takaru and not to Megumi was duly noted by both of them. He walked away, and Takaru sighed in relief.
1: Oh, that was close.
0: Magumi looked down at <laughs> That's such a nonchalant answer To that fucking situation Wow That was a close one Magumi looked down at him with a disappointed expression
2: uh, This is why I have no fucking empathy for humans You weren't able to do anything but stand there Takaru's jaw dropped What did you
0: expect me to do? The crowd around them (laughs) then began to enclose on the the two as they argued. But Taker noticed it immediately and thankfully Megumin noticed the people around them. He couldn't believe her reaction, and yet he shouldn't have been.
2: I'm going to have to talk with her about this later. We better get the heck out of here before anything more happens. (sighs)
3: So... I want to say, I wish that, I wish that he applied the same enthusiasm he did with the fucking, like, fight scene with this fucking high school bully. Like, I, I wish he took that level of attention in, in his writing and applied it to the fucking fight between, like, the fucking Demon right? Toad and the Samurai. Like, he can write. Fox. Guy. It's
0: another thing. We, we know yeah. he can write because, write fight scenes, because even in A Storm Over Chinatown, even though most of it was, like, somewhat incoherent. The fight scene was badass as shit. Like, just straight up. I remember, like, she, like, the, the, the girl, like, had a, a tray of drinks and then threw them up in the air, kicked, like, throat-punched and kicked, like, four guys until they couldn't move, and then caught the drinks and slammed them with the bottles. Like, it was...
3: This guy just needs to watch, like, just write, like, really pulpy fucking action bullshit. Yes. And, like, that's that's it. Like he did, Like, you know, like, just that... That's what, that's what they need to do right there. Yeah,
0: they have a lot of stories on here, so maybe that's where they, that's maybe that's where they went. This is an older story, or I guess not older. They have a lot of stories on here, but
3: right, like less creepy, weird, sexual description <laughs> shit, and like pointless exposition for no purpose, and more gratuitous violence is a recommendation I would give to you.
0: And that's still very clarity. much in the anime world.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, like shit,
0: that's a thing for sure. Uh, Thomas, you have any comments on this chapter?
2: I thought it was the creepiest one so far.
0: It was really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having that like low key rape threat was.
3: I mean, it is the villain, so I guess, or like the yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe
0: it's speak. just like a change in in times or whatever. But I find it not super
3: tasteful. To ever a change in times from 2019, 2019 to now, <laughs> <laughs> but totally, man, yeah, it just has it an has age an age well aged a
0: little know? bit. Like no, I'd say, like in general, uh, rape as a threat in novel, I want it's a thing that men who write women tend to do a lot. I've noticed, like if you watch men, if you go on the subreddit Men Writing Women, or if you read books a lot, you know, rape as a threat of the female, uh, character is very common, and it's just kind of. I mean, it's just kind of gross, right? Like, it's just—it's like a—it's a horrible thing that <laughs> happens to people,
3: and it's just. Anne Rand, interestingly, is it like a huge offender of it? Anne Rand, like, oh yeah, she has like some weird fucking rape scenes, and like I think it's like the f- the fountain specifically, where like she like like the girl who's getting ripped like raped, kind of like actually gets into it like with that the guy uh. who raped her, yeah. Like it's it's it was it was really fucking weird and uncomfortable, that's that's for sure.
2: He loves his goddamn trains. <laughs> he
0: really fucking
3: loves his trains. He <laughs> really fucking likes trains, yeah um the, yeah okay but like, yeah i mean i don't know I, I... <laughs> what, what is it yeah like all the airlines go out of business so or like it's just like unfeasible so like the trains are co- like come back in america <laughs> that's like the premise of atlas shrug it's like so fucking dumb i mean it's i would like, love it if the trains
2: okay. came back in america Dude, let's, be, would, tr- let's be let's be clear yeah it right. would be
3: great it would be great i'd, I'd yeah, be so actually,
2: yeah, this sounds uh, like a. Like, no, I mean uh,
3: that. That's like that's like the setup. For Ayn Rand's it,
2: dystopia like, is my utopia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's so awful. Everyone travels by and train. Every, and they're uh, trying to
2: break uh, up monopolies <laughs> and put their resources toward the common good.
3: And then we got us three
1: just oh, like in a train God. track
0: across Minnesota, fucking Raven.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, that's pretty much what happens, and then all the rich people get pissed off, so you they go, go fucking buy Chile them, or whatever. Like, yeah, like, everyone's like, who is John Galt? And, like, John Galt's, like, some fucking asshole who, like, God, founded a colony of, like, so millionaires. God, this book sounds so fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> I think a bunch of... It's be- like that's where the whole thing for Bioshock came and it's from, like
2: basically. The, a bunch yeah, of rich people getting pissed drug. at the government and going to found a company, a country somewhere in Latin America has never ended badly for anybody ever. That,
0: you know, it's you know, it's yeah, the thing it's, that 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 happened. It happened a lot it? of like, times. That it's called the thing. the what's yeah, like, uh, filibusters. The filibusters were yeah. fucking Americans who would go to Latin American countries. Like you, you remember, uh, uh, Blood Meridian, Soren. At the beginning, the kid joins filibusters to go take back Mexico from for Texas,
1: right? So like filibusters are like just rich people (laughs) who go and invade
0: Latin America and just like take over for and then just declare it the United States, yeah. With no, there's also like
2: this element to it of like. Like, they were all typically a lot of them were southerners, and it was like, oh, we're doing this in the name of claiming new slave states because oh, we're yeah. t- afraid that right. slavery is going to be yeah. abolished in the United States. So, we need to like shift the balance.
3: Also, there's well, we were talking about that the other day. They had like their whole golden circle, like, yeah, post war strategy. Like, they wanted to take all they that, they also shit had over the just the- turn it into like slavery. And John Galt's colony state. would have
2: absolutely had slavery, let's oh, yeah, be real, for sure. within like 30, oh, like God, a month or yeah, two, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, they would call it, like, some bullshit, you know, but it would just be slavery.
2: Oh, these are just sure, our and, like... native indentured servants who were living here before we got here. <laughs> Dude,
3: guys,
0: they're working their way through college.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's a prolonged internship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> with a chance of further employment. But I would
0: say in general, I don't know. I do think that he wrote that threat well. So I do think it, it is supposed to be a gross statement, you know? Like it is supposed to make you feel gross because it's coming from the bad guy. So I guess the effect is correct. I just, you know, there's, I, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, maybe I'm overreacting to it, but I, I do think that you could come up with a, a slimy threat without being so. You know, without involving like a weird rape threat type thing. I don't know. How do you guys think about right, that? Right.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you're if it's something like a villain can do, I'm not one to shy away from like graphic depictions of violence and literature. Per se. Yeah. I mean, it can be done well. Well, that's the th- right. But like, I, I, like at the same time, I don't know. Like, uh, what's well, the thing? Like- like, I'm not like against you, you, you need to be careful when you're approaching it as like a subject yeah, that's the thing like sure, you know like i'm not yeah. against like graphic i, I mean honestly i feel i feel like in this case it's really not so terrible okay i could just I, be I overreacting know. like yeah. i
0: think that's very likely
3: yeah
2: i mean i see what you're going at because like I think especially in like media about high schoolers. Like I watched 13 Reasons Why and man, that show That's is, a good fucking point. Like rife yeah, with this shit. I mean, shit. I
3: forgot that these were high schoolers cuz I'm imagining Yeah, like I guess like, she's Michael not a day over 18, a 15-year-old but... like Boston. But like, <laughs> like it's just like
2: <laughs> this grim dark portrayal of high school where it's like, oh yeah, everyone's getting yeah. murdered and raped constantly is right, just weird. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, also it's just the thing. Also I guess the a good point cuz like, you know, Bringing up, like, rape or violence or murder in something like Blood Meridian, a horrifically violent book, a masterpiece, but super violent, is different than, you know, like, a high school anime. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. And and it seems like the rape threats get used a lot in the more high school anime side of media a lot, um, which seems to just almost to what pervade that, like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that happens, you know? There might just be vague rape threats that happen.
3: Well, I think it, I think in this case it's shittier because it's not, like, about, like, oh, like, wow, that's, like, you know, like, this guy's clearly fucked up. It's just, like, on top of, like, the already well-established sexualization. Of yeah, the I guess that's a good way know. to put it. Like, it, it, yeah, like, yeah, like, it's, it, like, it, if it was, like, a, an outlier, it would be, like, maybe But since But
0: since, I like, suppose. you know, yeah. there's, like, a contradiction of us seeing Megumi as, like, this strong, fierce character as well as, like, a constant object of sexualization throughout the entire piece. Right, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, other than that, though, uh, creepiest chapter, but, you know, pretty well written. You know, it had, it had at least some action at the end of it.
3: Right, I mean, I really like. It was just like what, like four sentences or something. But like, I think those four sentences at the the last end of the book were like pretty much better, or chapter were better than anything uh, in the any of the other chapters. Um, to, yeah, just yeah, like from it connected to um, yeah, like on of her own. Basically. So, uh, any
0: um, other comments you want to make, Thomas? Nope. Sweet. Let's finish this up with the last current updated chapter. Uh, We don't have uh, anything, you know. We don't have a finished product yet, but we have chapter 5. The rest of the day had gone by without incident. Even the incident in the cafeteria had been glossed over somehow, and Takari was surprised at how that was possible. I mean, that's some lazy writing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like when the main character is surprised at how something didn't happen, that just means you weren't willing to write it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Still, when he and reached the bus stop near his home and shrine, Takuri planned to talk to her about all that happened. As they reached the steps that led to the property, Tolly fag- finally got up the cur- courage to say,
1: "So, um,
2: thank you for helping me earlier." Even if it was a bit excessive.
0: Megumi gave him a cold stare, something of a trademark that Takaru had given her for anything that moved, and began her, to, and, and began her to climb up the stairs at a slow pace while holding her bag in her hands. She was giving him the cold shoulder again. He kept on her, though.
2: I'm still in a pickle, though. I still have to give Koga his money by tomorrow.
0: This time, Megumi stopped.
2: Why? Are you serious?
0: Takaru thought, flabbergasted as what she had just said.
2: Why? More like, why not? The guy's gonna do a tap dance on my face otherwise.
0: (laughs) Sighing, Megumi returned to her climb.
2: My entire life I've watched humans, and yet I've never understood... Under any circumstances, they've been able to comprehend how feak, or feeble and weak they can be in the face of adversity. You bend at the knees without a glance in the face of the man you gotta stand up
1: to.
3: I'll, I'll say this much for the people listening. The, the Thomas is taking some liberties with the dialogue that's actually making it better. It really isn't as serious. yeah. There's very <laughs> yes. little punctuation. The only punctuation yeah, are like, it...
0: ends of sentences,
3: effectively, and a little bit with the word choice as well. Yeah, which so, part I mean, of
0: everyone, voices, everyone but... at home or in your car, hit the brakes now. Hit it fucking now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now will give a quick bow and standing ovation to Thomas. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'll
3: Meta put in noises here Meta put in noises here, in noises here. In, or maybe Meta Meta, meta
0: keep this in
3: <laughs> so that was our, our studio audience here at our, um, at <laughs> at our, our studio non-socially
0: uh-huh. distant studio
3: <laughs> non-socially distant and you too can we, win a we, trip to the studio in audience in if you write
2: in call this number one eight three five 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 one two eight two. 1282 that's it one 1282 call now or send a letter
0: or, if you can't afford a phone, send a letter to P.O. Box 45 in the South District of New York.
2: If you toss I'm a Molotov s- cocktail at oh. your nearest police station, you're automatically entered into a drawing for a prize. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Allegedly. <laughs>
2: Barry Jams has not voiced violence against police.
0: Barry Jim's does not uh, <laughs> endorse uh, following police orders. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no.
2: It is the official position of the Barry Jims podcast that all cops are
1: bastards.
0: tried to ignore that, but he had to admit she had some valid points. He was not going to take what she said lying down.
2: I'm sorry that I can't be like you. Able to wield a sword and use supernatural powers like you can.
0: They eventually reached the top of the stairs and passed the front gate, where the ears of the public were closed off to them. Megumi turned to Takaru. Her yellow canine eyes began to glow. Wait, weren't they blue? I don't remember. They are blue. They were blue the whole time. Okay, whatever. Now they're yellow. Her yellow canine eyes began to glow.
2: The fact that you let him walk all over you is a sign of weakness. As a member of the Anoya clan, I figured you'd be stronger than that, judging by what your ancestors would like. So she's gonna pull that card on me, huh? Tangeru retorted, Don't go using my family history on me. Things change over time. And you know, I can bet your family is... She
0: thrust her left hand at Takaru, her long nails stopping short of his touching his throat.
2: You better think very carefully of the words you're going to speak next, Takaru, or you're going to suffer. Nobody, not nobody, speaks ill of my family and gets away with it. Not even you.
0: Takaru relaxed a bit, and she pulled away, his sentence long forgotten by his near-death experience.
2: Sheesh. Maybe you shouldn't have saved me back there If you were gonna treat me like this now
0: So entitled, bro <laughs> Dude, you I sh- guess
3: you should just let me die <laughs> What?
0: You're gonna save me and then, like, not, like, you know, also be, like, super cool all the time? I mean, I might as well be fucking dead, dude I mean, like, dude, I...
1: I- you guys don't know. <laughs> I just,
0: she just saved me, bro. She saved me, and I'm a little boy. And she saved me, and now she's being mean <laughs> to me. I don't get it.
3: Okay, okay, okay. okay just,
1: I okay. just want my sexy fox be, girl
0: it, to save be, me and be nice to me. It's, it's. I just it's want both. Okay. Well, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> 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 just, just calm. Just calm. Calm down. That was not related to the story. That was a personal experience. (laughs) While he was talking, Megumi was making her way to the tall wooden red gate just beyond the Inui family shrine. He was following her. No way was he done with her just yet.
2: Let me get this straight. What happened before wasn't me protecting you out of the goodness of my fucking heart, but merely defending myself from a potential threat even though he hadn't a chance of touching me to begin with. Kind of figured that.
0: Takru said aloud. Oh, God. <sighs> God damn it, okay. Takaru said aloud, noticing she was taking her school uniform jacket off before tossing it back to him. It hit him square in the face, but held on to it.
2: Um, where are you going?
0: While she was walking to the gate. Targa noticed that a thick layer of fog was beginning to form on the other side of it. From everything he had seen recently, he wouldn't pass the Kitsune family from being able to generate fog to help cover their track. They had many powers, and he poss- probably couldn't fathom what they could do. It was because of that that he felt intimidated by them, even though they were meant to protect him and his family. Megume stopped short of the gate, having unbuttoned her dress shirt almost all the way. She had been rather... Ugh. She'd been rather uncomfortable all day wearing the uniform, since it was rather constricting for her to wear. There were times she Uh, could hardly breathe at times. The fact she wore nothing under uh, the shirt didn't bother her, since Takaru couldn't see. uh, After doing that, she uh, removed the hat she'd been forced to wear all day, her ears finally being able to breathe for the day. She's been in...
2: Uh, She's got, like, white ears in this... Paragraph and she was described as having white fur in the second chapter, but she was described as having black ears in the first chapter. That's,
3: That's what true. I'm saying. There's incos- in inconsistent, inconsistent, inconsistent. How are there plot? How
0: are there inconsistencies in five chapters for your? Sexy- this is like
2: how. This is like how God buries dinosaur bones in the ground to tempt us. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just like, to test our loyalty. Is that
0: <laughs> just getting too fucking horny? Is that God or is that
3: the devil? I thought it was the devil. No, God's doing something. it to test our loyalty.
0: Yeah, and then the devil right, makes it course. look yeah. and the devil makes it look more convincing.
1: Yeah.
2: The devil invents kibi or Quibi or whatever.
0: <laughs> Quibi. The devil invented Quibi. Yeah. So
3: that... Yeah. I hate you know, <laughs> Oh my know, like, god. Quibi
2: dude? Mm. Two online. In Quibi no. is this short okay, so Michael Eisner. <laughs> is the not Michael Eisner. Uh what's the Jeffrey Katzenberg? Jeffrey Katzenberg is a former Disney exec and also former Dreamworks exec who I guess has nothing better to do. So he created a streaming service where the conceit is short form content that you can watch on your phone. Only so it's like scripted content, phone. but it's only watchable on your phone. Only through the app. And um so yeah, it's And fun. it's
0: all 15 minute content and instead of uh hiring like youtubers who like make 15 minute content they were like fuck it let's get like you know caitlin olsen on here
2: (laughs) yeah i don't know anybody who watches 15 minute long content on their phone like regularly when they have other options like yeah phone contents like like five to maybe 10 minutes
3: i mean that's like fucking bullshit yeah uh well to be fair there's like shows that are like 15 minutes long and then they're like they fit the 30 minute long like time slots because they have like also there's, there's youtubers who make like 15
0: to 20 minute videos but they're also like you know not really shows you can
2: watch them on other things that aren't your phone
0: that's true i, I, guess, I well, yeah, guess yeah that's, that's the a thing. Yeah, thing. that's not
3: not just fucking phone. stupid yeah like why Either would you way, make it it could be failed exclusive? what's the fucking point it, it, yeah of course it is <laughs> Well, like, like, okay, like, I've watched shit on Netflix on my phone, like, purely just, like, in, like, like, very, like, random, like, you know, like, in, in a fucking airport yeah, or
2: something. Like it's not that, your preferential yeah, like, medium, it's not like, oh, I'm going no, to this phone-exclusive site. Yeah. I did, I did
0: see someone yeah. on the subway without, head, without headphones in, he was playing it on the loudspeaker of his phone, and he was watching a Twitch stream... Of a girl eating a sandwich. And he was playing it very loudly. <laughs> and it was very awkward. Because no one else is on the train. It was like me, him, and like three other people. And so... <laughs> didn't it,
3: didn't it fucking all do that shit on one yeah. point too? Like, like two times? Like he fucking got... Okay, just one of yeah. our friends. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll blur his name. Like he... Yeah, he like fucking... Like I think he only did two episodes. Yeah, he went on Twitch and he ate dinner. But like, alive. He just like like Taco Bell yeah. or some shit, and like people, people actually it. I fucking mean, watch him. He do said it. he had to stop
0: because <laughs> the hate he was getting was too much.
3: <laughs> so that makes sense. That I mean, makes sense. Twitch yeah. is scary. Yeah. Either way,
0: we should probably just get through with it. I mean, talk, Dak, dude, Dak. You can't get so horny while writing the story that you fucking write the wrong horny description. The ears are black, not white. The eyes are blue, not yellow. Like, come on, dude. Okay,
3: yeah, I my, told you guys like, he's cumin. My problems, he's cumin hard. My pro.
2: <sighs> no,
0: please stop. <laughs> that,
3: hurt, that hurt me. <laughs> the only <laughs> cumin I recognize again. is the spice. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, yeah, cumin. Hey, hey, that's a good. Exactly, he's good cooking sounds, some Mexican like food. One. Okay, okay, so this is okay realistically, that's, like, on the bottom of my list of, like, problems I have with this fucking, like, fiction, whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I like, okay, whatever. Like, they don't have the same ears and shit, but, like, dude, like, come on. Like, this is just fucking weeboo bullshit. Like, it's, like, just fucking kind of, like, like, honestly, I'm surprised at that there just hasn't been some straight up fucking like hintay shit at this point <laughs> yeah. given like the fucking descriptions of the chest. Area, Only on this character, know, like, they didn't
0: do it for Aki or of, for any of the male characters or for any of their other female characters.
3: That's good because didn't in the other one wasn't there some weird sexualization that one, of the well, sister? So that one was different though because, because like, they didn't what?
0: sexualize. He didn't sexualize the sister via description. Instead, a bunch of white people came into the Chinese restaurant. And we're sexualizing her to like as a way to like embarrass her and like, you know, make her feel bad. And like they also made like the right, vague sex and they also yeah. like groped her and stuff. Right.
3: Right. Yeah, that was. So and so like up.
0: that one, at least it's like the sexualization is coming purely from the-, the villain. It's not coming from the exposition. Or the descriptions. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Either way. I guess we should probably just finish this chapter up real quick. The fact that she wore nothing under the shirt didn't bother her since Takuru couldn't see. After doing that, she removed the hat that she'd been forced to wear all day, her white ears finally being able to breathe for the day. The familiar sounds of the forest and of home were a welcoming change for her after being nearly deaf all day. I'm going home. Not knowing how serious she was, Takuru ta asked,
1: You're serious?
0: She turned far enough to give him a give him her cold, scare, cold stare, and from there, Takuru knew she was indeed serious.
2: I've had enough of the human world for today. I'll return in the morning if my dad wants me to. What does that mean? I thought you couldn't disobey your old man. She ignored
0: him, having gotten herself into the corner herself, and walked out into the fog. It didn't take very long before she disappeared like the mythical creature that she was. Sighing loudly, Taku turned around to head home. Being bullied twice in one day, and having all sorts of girl trouble, made him want to collapse on his bed and call it a day.
2: One day into this gig and I'm already sick of it. End of
0: chapter five. (laughs) Okay, that's a solid ending right there, I gotta Uh, say. Solid ending.
1: Pretty classic. Okay, guys, thoughts? You know, it's all right. Okay, yeah, I mean,
0: I mainly agree with that. It's fine. It's fine.
3: Uh, I mean, it's... Fucking bad <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> like for shitty internet fanfiction, it's like whatever, but I don't know. I mean what's yeah, what standard are we using here? In the world of internet, you know, shitty fan fiction slash original fiction, I suppose. It's, you know, pretty par for the course, I would say. Honestly it's better than a lot of the stuff that we've read on here. Like, um at least in terms of like how it's written, like not nearly as many mistakes as you usually see on these things, for sure. Yeah. But um it's like it's still just fucking bad though, you know? Like it's boring, there's human exposition, there's like overly sexualization of characters, there's just fucking bullshit like weeaboo shit, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I think those are all fair. Maybe that's just are all f- my personal taste. Yeah, so I'd say into if we were to it, remove but, your personal yeah. taste, it would then be
0: um, effectively, you know, like, you know, it's just boring, right? Because, like, all of the weeaboo stuff, if we were to, like, say that's personal taste, I would say the over-sexualization and, the, and that stuff isn't even, like, we it's weeaboo because of it is. But, like, if we want to, like, not make it that, <laughs> we could say that's a different thing, and we could just say, like, that's just, you know, you can make weeaboo stuff without being overly sexual towards one particular character. Um,
1: right, and so if we yeah, remove that, sure then is.
0: the main flaws, I would think, most of us would agree on this, is that you know, it's kinda of boring for the most part. Like, you know, there's not a lot of meat. When there is meat, he can write well. Like, you know, like when he like chapter two, if he were to write it like the other chapters, it would have been really interesting. And chapter four had a good action scene in it. And he can write, you know, he has like some characters that are interesting if they weren't such pervs. Um
3: I'll say I, I think I think the characters were so interesting because of Tom. That that's a fair point. I don't think well, he wrote them you. interestingly. Yeah. I think I don't think he wrote them interestingly.
0: Anyway, those are my basic thoughts, you know. Overall, like, it's written fairly well, you know. He could you learn how to use commas, would be my main grammatical thing. <laughs> like, you no. Know. Um, Thomas, do you have any that w- that particular... Nice. I think
2: it's, you know, it's, I think utterly... I wouldn't say utterly unremarkable, because it's, I remember how pervy Takaru is, and fucking Yuma. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's not the worst thing I've read. It's not the best thing
3: I've read. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. It is mainly just fucking boring. Yeah. It's definitely not as, grie- as egregiously bad as some of the... Yeah, shit it's not seen. like, you know, no. that's something.
0: it's written well enough. Yeah. And then, like, I guess the interesting thing that annoys me is that there is an interesting concept here, right? Like, the, f- the forced marriage is an interesting concept. Especially since, like, neither parties, only one person out of everybody involved wanted the forced marriage. Literally just, like, the dad.
3: Also, yeah, I'll give him that much. Yeah, he could have easily gone a completely different way with it and been, like, way more pervy about it, I suppose. But it's like... But, like...
0: He could have been more pervy, but I'm also just saying, like, that's a cool concept, right? You find a demon in the woods. Yeah. You save the demon, kind of, and then you're forced to marry her. That could be cool, right? That, that could be interesting. If, the, if, the, if the, the story didn't decide to instead talk about their first day at school... Then you know that would be more interesting, you know, let's say they were talking about you know the day he got mugged on the way to school, and then you know that that created character moments or shit like that. You know what I mean? You know, like more character moments and less fluff. I think is the main thing I'm saying,
1: yeah, I totally get that, yeah, yeah, I mean I yeah,
3: I agree with you, basically,
0: um, so I guess we were all essential thing. You guys want to hear the historical data we have for this, this story. So, originally, we rated uh, A Force of Nature, just the first chapter, the wad version, 1 out of 5. Um, and then we rated The Storm of Chinatown 3 out of 5. So... Considering that... Okay,
3: so we actually... We rated this... We rated this one out of five? Yeah, we were harsh, dude. He's he's edited it.
2: Our uh, uh, our ratings are less than worthless. Yes, they really
3: don't mean anything. The scale that they seem to be
2: on varies based on our moods and the sign of the moon. How many drinks (laughs) I've had. Whether Venus is in retrograde
3: (laughs) and how good our audio is. Yeah,
0: like, it's just... I would say, if you're listening and you're an author, do not take the ratings with any more than a grain of salt.
3: Yeah, none of us have any sort of education relating to. Any and you sort. know what? Every one of these people is writing.
2: And they're writing things that they want to write, which is more than I can say for myself. Oh yeah, so
3: straight up. Hey yeah. Another so good thing, for
0: them, you uh, know? even if we're railing you a little bit, you know, keep writing. You know, writing's awesome. It's better that yeah. you write more than you write less, and you know, it's always good to show it to people.
3: Yeah, we're just a couple of fucking assholes. Actually, like, that
0: was you know, that brings yeah. me to that, another idea. I had an idea for a segment. <laughs> that could, you know, help a little bit. And so I think at the end when you give your rating, you also have to provide at least one statement of constructive criticism or a compliment, either or. So you either have to say something that it could be criticism but is constructive or it's just a straight-up compliment. So Or
2: we could just we could do this thing that my math teacher
0: Oh wait, did I tell you about five nice things? No, I did not. You
2: did not. Okay, so my math teacher in, in high school or in middle school had this thing where if someone said something that was kind of mean to another kid, they had to get up in front of the whole class and publicly say five nice things to that kid's face.
0: I don't know if we have the time so, to do
2: that. Well, I can say three nice things, and you guys can fill in the rest. <laughs> oh,
0: I thought you meant for every single bad thing that we did.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I just mean <laughs> for no, no, like we, the we'd whole story. would be here all okay. night. So, okay, yeah, we, we no, go
0: collectively okay. with five nice things to say about the story.
2: Alright, I like Megumi's characterization. I think, think Magumi's a cool character and I wish she had gotten more time to be focused on.
0: Okay, perfect. That's exactly. Uh Soren, you're next.
3: I like the way that you write your fight scenes. They they are it's yeah. good. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'll go. Uh I really I think you got some interesting concepts you're working there. I really like the the creativity behind the I know the Yokai isn't like one hundred percent Dak tribal original, but I do like your take on the Yokai. The the more like kind of personal hidden in the shadows thing
2: um i think that your characterization i mean this is kind of going off i think overall your characterization is strong none of your characters sound like the same person they all sound like different people um yeah yeah and i think that uh if you just lean into that strength lean into dialogue lean into you know externalizing those instead of having them in exposition and in internal thoughts you'll become a lot stronger as a writer
3: I think that's part of the reason why I thought the action was good, because it's one of the few moments where they actually slow down and describe what's actually going on, like, around, uh, around the characters, yeah. Because past that, they just give, like, very basic, uh, like, scene setting details, and then, like, a few, like, physical, like, kind of, like, uh, body language things, and descriptions and Mm -hmm. stuff, physical descriptions, but they don't really describe what people are doing or that much like during the during the book yeah, yeah. The book. yeah. Next, we got
0: two more things and the, to go uh we've done four well i was going to say we should just do two for each at this point okay yeah sure so you got another one
3: um shit okay um i think i think that there was a lot of potential with that uh fucking fight scene with the demon with the big frog toad demon perhaps some more demon fighting in the future might be a good way to go. I I think there's some potential there. I don't know if that counts as a good thing to say or not. Um, but and I would say I like the concept. I guess so. That's there's a good. Uh,
0: I guess the thing I'll go with is that if like he nailed the anime vibe, like if he's going to emulate like the manga anime style, he he fucking nailed it like this is very much yeah, in yeah that's no definitely i, I mean would, i which i mean yeah. maybe we made some critiques of that but like if that's your goal if your goal is to go high school anime this is pretty much right in that ballpark like you you
3: you landed the ball you should use my met my metric of like how much i dislike this based off of that is like how much you like that <laughs> vibe. and like so like props to you man Man, you know, like props
1: to you. After all, okay,
0: we did our nice things. Now, ratings.
1: Uh, three, three. Okay,
3: I give it a two out of five Harry Potters. If that's still the scale,
0: two. I'll I'll go with. I go two and a half.
1: I'm I'm pretty two and a half. Split into yeah, you know.
0: At the end of the day, what it is. So yeah, that was a uh, that was the force of nature. You know, pretty solid, pretty solid time. I, th- I think we had a good time here today. Howdy there, fancy actress here, hope you enjoyed the show Please leave us a review on iTunes, it really helps Then also if you want to contact us You can always hit us up on Twitter at Jim's Buried Or through email at buriedjimspodcast at gmail.com Also if you want to support the show We do have a merch store over on Etsy And we also have a Patreon page uh, Links to those can be found in the description of this episode Also on our website at Uh Thanks for listening to the show And I'll see you next time